Curious fuckers, we have some exciting updates and news. Do, 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 that's the oh BBC fun. like <laughs> going in. Uh, yeah, so we actually have our launch date for our Patreon. It is the 9th of what month October. Are we? October, October. I knew that. 9th of October, guys. So make sure on the 9th you go and check it out for that extra deliciously interesting juicy i don't want to say juicy because you always say juicy but it is juicy it's fucking juicy it is fucking juicy it's so juicy it's like a watermelon (laughs) we spill we spill all the teas all the teas all the british teas yeah sticky sweet tea you're listening to fucks given the one with ross Hello curious fuckers. I'm Reed and I'm Florence and together we're come curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram, every Thursday we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Ross, welcome. Hello, hey. thanks very much for having me. How are oh, you? So I'm good. grand. This is very exciting. So exciting. <laughs> I, I, I've, been, I've been thinking about this like all week. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yay, exactly. So, um, so this is your second ever podcast. <laughs> yes, my second ever. Um, the first one being the one I did with you, Reed, um, for Tricky, which will be out very soon. Um, yeah, BBC Sounds, baby, yes. talking about sex work, which is really cool. Yes, mm. it is very cool. It was awesome to do very very exciting it was awesome i mean it was so cool actually being in a studio florence and i haven't been in actual studio since what lockdown Mm -hmm. since march so um we're missing it we're missing it but it's just i'd i'd never set foot into one in my life before i went to that one Um, but that was your second one that day because you had done the cancel culture yeah yeah which was was... awesome i listened to it i thought it was absolutely awesome i was a podcast Um, whore that day absolutely yeah getting into all the podcasts <laughs> um so ross please tell our lovely curious fuckers a little bit about yourself uh, so my name is ross i'm 29 i live in edinburgh um and Whoa, it's age, age sex location asl what's your ASL? oh yeah yeah it's very very <laughs> yes. i remember i ASL. love that that's great oh my God, absolutely <laughs> <love>. <laughs> uh yeah and i have what I like to think is a relatively su- successful OnlyFans account. Um, Ooh, and I do my escorting whoa. as well. Or I was doing some escorting before lockdown happened. I'm not meeting anyone during lockdown because that's a dick move. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it has been quite nice though, because I've left the like the account active. So like I can like m- make arrangements for after lockdown. And yeah. I think it's gonna be really popular. Like Edinburgh's a beautiful tourist destination anyway. But actually, I think we're gonna see a lot of people coming for like little city breaks just because they won't be as keen on international travel. Yeah, and I'm gonna be so fucking busy. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, all the and, sex. Uh, am I correct? Am I right in remembering that you work in healthcare and have a non-monogamous relationship? Um, yeah, I do. I work in healthcare and I'm in an open polyamorous relationship. Um, so uh-huh, I live with really? me. My well, I live with me. Um, my husband <laughs> and our partner. Um, and we've been together as a throuple for about, uh, we just celebrated our sixth anniversary last week. Wow. Six years. I know. And I've been with my husband for about eight, eight, nine years. Um, I think my husband was in the kitchen getting a snack. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't hold that against him because it's, it's snacks. 
so curious fuckers we have a little bit of a mix-up in today's episode not a mix-up actually it was a refresh that's not what i meant at all <laughs> we are really excited that this is the first episode of a slightly tweaked format so you will Ooh. be hearing a few different sex related questions uh yeah. well what's it called topics so yeah thank you very much ross for breaking us in to this first and a new format we're really excited so am i i'm very excited to be here this is awesome fuck number one the last fuck My last fuck, so my last fuck was three days ago um, and it was late at night, I'd gone to bed, my husband came to bed a little bit, a little while after me. Um, so I, me and my husband sleep together most nights and my and our partner sleeps in his own room because he likes you know, mm-hmm. his own space, um, but we do, like, yeah. we do switch around and things like that. Um, so I'd gone to bed, husband came in and you know, you know how when the other partner rolls over and like you, your skin touches and you just know it's on and you just, oh, you, you know, yeah, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's like that electricity in the air sort of thing or like yeah um, oh how does that even happen but it does yeah absolutely it's yeah. It's, i think it's easier if it's a guy that's getting into the bed because you can just feel the erection and you're like yeah okay you feel like digging into your back and you're like yeah okay it's on we're gonna do this yeah it's on <laughs> yeah, i love that so much especially like with morning wood just like pressing into your back you're like oh it happening yeah it's that very it's that very sort of very special awareness of yeah okay mm. it's, it's time to go um i love that yes it was awesome um, and to be fair he has he has absolutely tried to have sex again since but i've either been too tired or too sore from going back to the gym this week <laughs> so I said oh no. shit. You're like, oh my god I, no. I know i, feel, I relate i feel so, like such a dick because there's so many people who aren't having sex in lockdown and i'm literally saying no to it sometimes um, oh, so I, I feel like a bit of a twat but <laughs> i mean you've got to get what you're given yeah like, i know i know it's terrible you've got you've got needs and urges <laughs> yeah but you can't force yourself to have sex just because you can no and i don't exactly. think you should i think i think it's very no it, it doesn't create for a great experience no, absolutely. i'm gonna ask some nosy questions Please about do. your about your relationship so how how is it being in a throuple and having sex individually is like how does that dynamic work it works fine for us in our very specific situation so the three of us live together full mm. time um my boyfriend is or my husband has another boyfriend um who's like just mm. his own like little separate little squeeze on the side and it's fabulous and they're awesome um, yeah so we do actually have opportunities where we are all alone in the house at one point or with one yeah. of the other people so we're not having to like compete with each other for for like space for intimacy um yeah we've got just a very nice workable dynamic that suits us yeah that's so like I mean it's so, it's so interesting just from like an outsider's point of view because when you when you're only used to monogamous relationships you you kind of just don't even you're like how would I even start that yeah, yeah like what the concept like how does it work and how do you yeah how do you have sex and how I, I get asked a lot of like uh, how, how how do you not get jealous that's yeah like that's, the main that's probably the main I think the, the questions I get are do you not get jealous do you all sleep mm-hmm. in the same bed yeah, three <laughs> um, in a bed is not okay. It's not, even like, in a king size, we are three, we are three bed, grown yeah. men in, in yeah. a king size bed. Even that doesn't work. Um, no. And oh, you must have three sons all the time. It's probably the other question I get. Yeah. I think there's this option. I'm constantly having three sons, and I'm not because they're exhausting. Yes. Yeah, that's like that's like an anniversary or birthday treat. 
yeah <laughs> i had um the threesome that i had at the beginning of this year we ended up all sleeping in the same bed and it was just like a normal size double bed yeah. and oh, oh yeah. my god it was the worst night's sleep ever yeah it was yeah, so awful. awful and hot and like the person in the middle is like trying to you know they, they want to get cooler yeah. but they can't then and or uh. go to the toilet and you can't it's just not practical at i was all. falling off the side of the bed like oh my god i just don't have any space <laughs> yeah fuck that oh god in the double like, as well oh sleeping um, like sleeping like sardines basically <laughs> although the guy the guy that the threesome was with so it was it was uh two girls one guy threesome and he yeah. was sleeping in the middle and he like uh, the next day he was like i loved sleeping in the middle of you both oh, really? like it was amazing that's kind of cute like that, in, in that bigger, like close in a bigger bed but that is that's kind of sweet that's cute fuck number two the best fuck Now, I looked at these questions beforehand, obviously, so I've had some time to think about it. But I'm hoping yeah. I'm narrowing it down to to one. Because <laughs> I feel like, you know, I've got the boys. I feel like I have to, like, say that one of ours is the best. And one of them is definitely, like, in my top three. Um, yeah. And I think it was, like, I think it literally was a threesome on Valentine's Day. Ooh, <laughs> oh, that, You know, we keep it for special occasions. Um, yeah. I don't remember much about it because, you know, it was fairly, like, you know, it was good sex. Of course it was good sex. It's always good sex. Um but I think it was just this one moment when I was being Eiffel Towered by the two of them. Um, mm, and what's I just, that? So it's what's when, that? So it's when, like, someone, you're sucking someone's dick and you're getting fucked at the same time. And, like, and oh. they, they may be high-fiving. Like, that can happen. Yeah, high-fiving um, or kissing. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kissing yeah. definitely the hot over too. But, um, oh, my in, God, in I love porn, it. You always, see, you always see, like, a bro high-five. Um, yeah. And there was just, and I think what I, I remember most about that moment, because as I say, you know, it was great sex. It was absolutely fine, but it wasn't, like, you know, we weren't going out of our way to make the sex better we were just having good sex um, yeah. and there's just that moment in the middle where i was like this is my happy place now i'm just i'm here yeah. now this Aww. is just yeah just yeah both at the same time um that, that was, bit roasting is that the was, bomb yes it's something that i never used to appreciate when i was younger mm. but as like a as a as a proper grown-up now i'm like yes i'm all here for, all here for it absolutely and mm-hmm. um, but i do have one other fuck that i thought was very good in that it probably made me feel the best i've ever felt but in a very smug way so not, okay. not entirely positive um so i was with we, my, we can yeah. we can be here yeah, yeah absolutely yes yeah, we're here for oh yeah. you should it's i think if you if you do good sex you should be a little bit smug about it um, exactly oh yeah, yeah. Fuck so yeah. it was with my it was my he was my ex-boyfriend at the time but like still like a fuck buddy which was quite nice and very very healthy i thought very modern yeah um and we were at his he was in uni at the time so he was living in halls um so i went to his uni halls like once or twice a month and like would stay for like the night um, we're having sex on his desk and this guy was so i'm five foot seven and like i'm quite broad now but i wasn't back then because it was about five six seven years ago um mm-hmm. and he's like he's six foot and a half so he's like much taller than oh. i am oh wow um, and feel like he's never played a di- rugby in a day in his life but he looks like he could um, yeah and he was so he was so much taller than me so he was sort of, like sitting on the desk and i was fucking him um and i'm actually making him come hands free Oh, just because like because he's like we were sitting like he was he wasn't lying on the desk he was like sitting on it and his butt was like just yeah. far enough off of it oh my god that's um, so hot and like there was moonlight oh. coming through the window and our like our chests oh. were like rubbing against each other i think it was the friction that did it and i felt mm. so smug and so yeah. self-righteous i was like i am a god <laughs> i am the god, god no one will ever be better than me and a hands-free just... cum is the fucking it is, one it's... oh yeah like i i Imagine it must Mad. feel pretty great, but oh, doing yeah. it to someone felt pretty great as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I've I, I haven't even touched a dick, yeah. mate. And yeah, coming all over the place. Mm. Just bam me. Oh, that's just oh. I think 
we need to be proud of ourselves when we do really great sexual acts to other people oh, because we're just like we've just given like great pleasure and like there's nothing better than that feeling oh yeah it's all of... it's all about giving them a bit of worship and a bit of love exactly Absolutely. exactly you know what the when you said the thing about the happy place i i this really brought this brought like a random thought into my mind and i was wondering if like either of you would relate to this mm -hmm. so i've always had like this massive phobia of death but sometimes <laughs> when i'm having sex i get into this place where i'm just like in this in in such a moment of pure bliss and happiness that i feel this is the only time only, only time i ever feel like this i am so happy right now i would be okay dying in this moment <laughs> just this moment i mean that is the that would be the I mean, best if you're, death, if you're like... gonna die you might as well yeah. take that moment of bliss to go out yeah. on I, right? wonder, I yeah. wonder if actually what's happening is you're like you're so close to like just shedding your physical form altogether and that's that's what the feelings you're like you're trying to like just your soul's trying to push its way out of the body but it just doesn't quite make yeah. it transcend absolutely if you're going to transcend that's how to do it it's not through meditation it's through just getting Sex. literally fucked yeah. out of your own body yeah. yeah because sex can be such like a surreal like even psychedelic like experience mm -hmm. yeah. it takes you places it yeah. really does like I was Andy yeah I mean mm. I feel like it definitely happens in your older life like I remember trying to reach that so much when I was younger and it's only until now I can have that mm. that sex that you literally feel so high and you're just like you're and on top of that I also also thinking you you get oxygen high as well because you're breathing mm. so much and so that must play a part but yeah when you like literally leave your own body and you're it's like an out-of-body experience looking down at yourself like what the fuck imagine if that actually fully happened mm. i'm pretty sure i i'm pretty sure i had that with my last fuck i think no. if, you, if you fucked your clone i think that's how you would see it because when you reach, oh. that moment, reach that moment and you see, like you would just see it and know what it looks like That'd be so interesting. Absolutely. Like a clone. I would absolutely image. fuck my clone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without, Just without hesitation. It's the ultimate knowing that you're good at it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, like it's the ultimate in self-confidence. It's like, fuck yeah, I'm sexy. Yeah, absolutely. And I do actually I have a little bit of experience with this. Not that I've ever cloned like myself. But <laughs> <laughs> that would be, you know, that's that's not great. Um, <laughs> but I did make uh, like a dildo of my dick. Like, you know, how you yeah. get so I, was, I was doing it for a client and then um, who lives in America. It's like, he's not going to get the real thing. You might as well get, you know, a fair copy. Um, yeah. And despite that being an incredibly stressful process to make, and I fucked it up twice. And I, I, <laughs> my confidence is shattered. Like, cause trying to like, you have to do the mold very quickly. You've got like two minutes before it's unusable. Yeah. So you're fiddling about mixing stuff and trying to stay hard at the same time. Um, and it's just that is pretty impossible actually because Florence and I have done um, cloning pussy kits mm. and they are mm. hard but let alone if you have to stay hard in a like in a cold mixture I can't even imagine how that so it's, it's not cold actually I think I think people just yeah. think it's cold but actually it's not it's relatively close to body temperature um, yeah it's not, it's not too cold but it's not too hot either and um, but yeah so yeah. before I sent the, the good one that I made before I sent it to the client I absolutely fucked myself with it um, yeah. but to, just yes, so I could say, just so I could say, yeah, I know what my dick feels like, and now no oh one can ever God, tell me to go so... fuck myself because I'm like, I have, I have, and, <laughs> and it was good. It was good. Like I definitely <laughs> see why people like my dick. Fuck number three, the fantasy fuck. Absolute fantasy fuck. Probably just the like the very typical, sorry, sloppy piggy gangbang one mm. bottom 10 topics thing i think i definitely want to oh, yeah. 
Like, I'm not like a, a by no means a total bottom, very, very much versatile, but mm. actually, sort of just being like the one bottomy for the 10 tops. I'm oh, and just, fuck, like, yeah. yeah, and just like just poppers constantly just getting blitzed. <laughs> That is, absolutely. I think that's the fantasy, definitely. Yeah, yeah, being like a total fuck. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Just not having a clue what's going on. It, <laughs> it does look pretty awesome. Like it, it makes for good porn. Um, I think this this is the best thing about this section is that it's just is basically our porn, like our own dream porn scenario. Yeah, no it, limit. It's ridiculous. Like, it's amazing. It's yeah, the moon and like open up a suit and and like actually fuck on them. I don't know. Some crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. What like what? In detail, like what would be going on in this orgy? Like, what would be? Oh, have you not really thought that far? Not, not too much. I think one of the really easy ones that I could conjure and I'd be very happy with is I used to play rugby um, mm. up until just the end of last year. Um, so, like, so the very typical locker room, but some oh, locker yeah. room that has a comfortable bed in it because I'm not, oh, yeah, I'm not doing it on some bench or something like that. I want to be comfortable while I'm getting plowed. Floor. Absolutely. Yeah, this is the, fa- the ultimate fantasy. Fuck, it has to be. Yeah, like, it should, it has be, to it should be very comfort. comfortable. Uh, yeah, you've got like people are... posted bed in the middle of these changing rooms. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's a lot of um there's a lot of gay rugby teams around the UK and there's lots of very hot players in those teams. So it's not even, oh, it's not even an unrealistic fantasy of like, I don't know, the English football team or whatever. Not the English football team, that's a terrible one. But um like the Scottish <laughs> rugby team. I don't know why I didn't start there, the Scottish rugby team. All gorgeous guys, but most of them are probably straight. It's never gonna happen. But well, yeah, there's all so. these people who actually exist who are gay rugby players who will play you. It's amazing. Ooh. Oh, so God. potentially, this could even be reality. Oh, absolutely, day. absolutely. Mm. As soon as I'm allowed to fuck other people who who I don't live with, I will absolutely be trying to make something like that happen. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. So this this fantasy fuck is like a very real oh, thing. I, I don't see why not. Absolutely not. I just need to do like a little tour of the UK and like organize <laughs> a gangbang in one of them. And like, it, it can't be that hard. Everyone just seems to do it. Um, <laughs> what is it about gangbangs? I think it's just the exposure, not not just a different dick, um, but like you know, it's quite nice that every dick is different. Um, yeah. But like to like the way that person fucks and how they interact with others and things like, I think there's a lot to be taken from that, and just yeah. the, the the used feeling. Um, it's, yeah. It's just, it's, the more people who use it, the dirtier it gets, you know. And also like center of attention and having oh, yeah. everybody. Want- absolutely like, they may like they may that. think it's for them but this is absolutely for me this is me yeah. worship, and yeah. this is the way i'm gonna get worshipped <laughs> and they can leave the money at the door i've heard of um someone was telling me about this sex party that they went to and they saw like a huge queue like a line of people i can't remember if this was in the podcast or not but I like it was and basically they thought it was a cue to the toilet but turns out it was a ah. cue to fuck this lady in in this bed awesome. and it was just like a massive queue of people and she was just getting like fucked by all these people and like i think awesome. it is it is like a really hot idea i don't know if i'd actually want it ever in reality but like i've definitely masturbated oh, to the thought of this being like fuck, and it's the fucked and used yeah absolutely yeah. but it's the especially especially with something like a cue these people are waiting. You know, time is the most precious mm. resource in the universe. It's so finite, <laughs> and they are dedicating some of that precious resource that they're never going to get mm-hmm. back to standing in a line, not even fucking you, waiting to fuck you. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I swear, it's, this person that oof. said the story was like, I was waiting for the toilet in this queue, and then got there and was like, oh, it's just a woman. <laughs> I wonder. I want to know what they did when they got. Yeah. There. Mm, did they actually go it in? Might be like, you know, if it was behind a closed door, you might not know until it's literally your turn to go in. Yeah, literally your turn. And yeah. then you're like, you're like, well, I did come for a pee, 
Yeah. And then she says she's up for that, so you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, may as well make it water sports as well. Why I, not? I, I, like, I, I feel like yeah. I feel like various body fluids are going to be involved in this, no matter which way you put it. Mm, so you mm, yeah. well put down the rubber and just accept it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. human toilet. It's perfect. Absolutely. And you just want to be like handcuffed, like strapped up to the bed, so you can't even like move or get out. Oh yeah, handcuffed, blindfolded, mm-hmm. headphones on, whatever. Yeah, like, sensory yeah, just, deprivation. Absolutely. Just play oh. some like Disney music or something. <laughs> just something. Oh my god. <laughs> not not any of those like popper beat uh, beats, but just give me like the Lion King. That would yeah. be fucking unreal. Be Imagine just like literally not knowing anything. I'm just like about Disney music. That would throw me off. I'd be sitting there singing like, "Let it go." This is a whole new world. It's kind of crazy because this stuff actually does happen. Oh, absolutely! Like anything that we can imagine, absolutely happens. Yeah, apart from like alien stuff that we know. I know that would be my dream. Like I'm a huge Star Trek fan, so like I love aliens from all places, and yeah, absolutely want to get fucked by some of them. Like absolutely, right? Yes, yeah, abducted, turn into like a little sex safe, have sexual experiments on you. Yeah, and they're just like, and then they're really, but they're really nice about it. Oh, of course. Of course. Like, you know, like, yeah. We've got the probe. Are you okay? Like, can we get you a oh, probe? Yeah. We've beamed up a star. That ruin it for me. It's like, no questions. Because they can't speak my <laughs> language. So they're just trying to like, I'm a test guinea pig. And yeah. I'm just like, I, I think if I had an alien fancy encounter, I just want to be impregnated by yes. the aliens and like grow some weird, little weird like alien child whilst yeah, that'd be so being hot. fucked every day by weird tentacles. This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <clears throat> with over a thousand, with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey, (laughs) meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage and also 
I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex, like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. <gasps> oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind. Like, the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just, like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and they have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised Beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Fuck number four. The what the fuck? Um, there was, I've got this again, this is one where I have like, where I have two shorter stories, so, so it works together. Um, okay. my first one is more of a, me being, as being a dumbass one. So I was 15, it was with my 15 year old boyfriend. You're like, you know, okay, we're going to like lose our virginity. So it's going to be great. Um, yeah. so we knew that that meant anal, it, and sorry, I take that back. It doesn't, losing your virginity does not just mean anal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, that was the way we decided to, to do it. And um, mm-hmm. we didn't know that loop was a thing. Or that it was a necessary component of the whole process. Uh, didn't know about fingering, didn't know about rimming, you know, none of the prep work that oh. you should do to fuck someone. Um, yeah. in um, and I was the bottom for it. <laughs> so oh, it, was, it did not last long. It did not last long at all. Um, ah. And I didn't try anal again for like two years. 
Yeah, um, of course, it's traumatic. It was, was, We've all been there. We've been there. Um, and then my other story is probably like one of the the least sexy things that could happen while you're having sex with someone. Um, okay. So I met the guy in Grinder. I was at his flat. We were getting down getting down to it in his room, um, and I was just put. I was down at crotch level. And we were lying on the bed. I was, actually, I was just about to start pulling down his boxers, like, you know, like, like all sex, like just slowly revealing. And he stopped yeah. me to warn me that he had a small dick before I pulled the, the trousers down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I pulled down his boxers. I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Like, cause I'm a grown up. I can totally be okay with that. And it yeah. was quite small. Are we talking like micro dick size? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't oh. And I was like, I don't know why he felt like he needed to warn me. Cause he shouldn't, he should just be positive with what he's got and use it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But I guess if you are self-conscious, you do, you, you do, like, you feel yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I even, the last time I had sex, I, like, I just got a bikini wax Ouch. and I had, like, a little bit of, like, ingrown hair, mm. kind of, like, rash, not rash, but, like, it didn't look as pretty as, like, I would, like, want it yeah. to look. <laughs> And I felt like, I, I feel the need to mm. be, like, uh yeah it's not like looking like the best yeah and i've got there. um i've got quite a lot of back hair which I'm, I'm learning to embrace but certainly when i was much mm-hmm. younger it's something i would always warn someone about as if it's a bad thing which is terrible yeah. and i would yeah. never think it's anything less than sexy on someone else but just on me i was like no this isn't okay um, yeah and i, ho- and I, I hope that same. i hope that that guy's developed more confidence with his dick because he's got it he can yeah. use it it works so yeah you know he just needs to it a little bit it's, it is the self-confidence thing but i think that talking about it is a, a coping mechanism that we do to normalize it yeah absolutely and almost to gauge their reaction like i did exactly i do exactly the same thing i'm a fucking gassy bitch like i i burp <laughs> and fart all the time especially when i'm nervous or on a one-night stand i am i'm like bubbling and you know when you hold it in it's so uncomfortable yeah. but yet i still don't have it in me to just like fuck someone new and just to be able to fart comfortably and I'm trying to get there but I'm like I know it's gonna smell it's gonna be really annoying and so I'm in agony like last time I fucked I literally got up and left the hotel room at 3 a.m to go into the corridor to just to fart (laughs) more care than I've shown to many a one night stand and it's and it's nice to to look back at that experience now and have a much more positive outlook now than I did then because then I did the very whole oh my God, he has a tiny dick. He was totally right. Why did you tell me this? This is awful, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It, yeah. it tainted the experience and it tainted that memory. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry that I was like that, but I'm grateful that I'm not like that now. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Cause it How- does take that kind of element of, of learning and just to be accepting in and to remind yourself that like, if someone says about an insecurity, you've got to be like, Hey, I'm totally cool with it. That's mm-hmm. cool. And that will actually just set them up. The fact that you said that this guy's dick, it was, you know, he knew how to use it. It was a great dick. Where, I mean, if you had said that to him, then he, he might, he might be like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like when we're younger as well, because we know like everything that we know about human bodies and sex and stuff, a lot of it is from porn and like yeah. what we assume is like the average and stuff so when we encounter something that is different we do have this sort of immediate reaction of kind of shock don't we and like what do I do with this I've never been told what to do with this um like and it's a it's almost like a panicking situation yeah we've done I've done done the same with like no one 
taught us or gave us gave us the tools so that when we come across a dick that goes flaccid how to react to it mm. and a lot of women especially go or a lot of people especially go oh you're you know your dick's flaccid so therefore it must be my fault and, yeah. and you you're not attracted to me when often or not it's the opposite they're so attracted to you that they are that nervous that they've yeah. just got or, inside that, their or, so, or you're so into the experience that actually you do get distracted yeah. you do lose your boner a bit but it's because you're it's not because you're not interested it's because you're so interested you're so yeah. into it that actually it's going out of your dick because it's just in like all of you and it's just awesome. <laughs> that's such a good way to put it yeah, yeah i've never thought of like, it like that yeah <sighs> it's like in their body in their mind not in their yeah, well, yeah in their member but i guess it the only way that we really get around those um self-confidence issues and and also like how we feel about other people is just talking about things more openly I guess Mm. and like being open to learn and like I guess watching not necessarily just like traditional porn but like watching porn with like real people um not like porn stars aren't real people but (laughs) I don't know sometimes like like, and I've met a couple now um in my line of work um and some of them do seem a bit I don't want to say vacuous because that sounds terrible but yeah (laughs) there's not as much thought into what they're doing which is fine because you know it's still it's still something that's attractive to a lot of people and yeah i like like to feel i bring a more real authentic Mm -hmm. amateur stuff that's why my stuff looks terrible because i don't (laughs) know what i'm doing and that's why i think i'm good because i don't know what i'm doing i'm just doing what everyone else is doing but with a camera on yeah yeah love that and that's on your only fans yeah that is is my only fans people check it out it's like five bucks it's nothing (laughs) what is your only fans it's just my initials. It's R M W X X X because yeah. I did not I did not think of a clever porn name when I started out, and I should have because it'd be so much easier for like marketing and branding and things like that. Yeah, I totally regret I mean, not doing it now. Well, I mean, there's like it's fine. People will find you if they want to. Absolutely. I actually did want to ask you um, with your job how that works with uh, sex work. Do they know? Are you honest about it with them, or is it uh, like it certainly wasn't my intention to let anyone work no not for any reason other than i didn't feel it was necessary or appropriate because I'm, I'm there to do a very different function um, yeah and i didn't want and about i don't have a problem with sex work of course mm-hmm. i know a lot of other people would somehow think that, that would affect my performance or the quality of my work or the intention mm-hmm. of my work um so i kept on down some people at work do know um and are obviously fine with it and there's nothing i certainly couldn't find anything explicitly in any rule that said that i wasn't able to do it um you know i don't you know i created a new twitter i don't have work people on it i I do try and keep them separated my my feeling is and this is based purely on my own speculation experience is it's a healthcare service it provides healthcare to all and it has Mm. to it has to appear neutral so actually i think they Mm. they support people's health yeah in its its different in its different ways so there has to be a, a degree of neutrality in that Mm, yeah it's a good mm. way to look at it they have to be and they should be and, and they should mm. that's the way to be i think that's the i think that's the ethical and moral way to be is actually to be as neutral as possible because you don't want what you're doing to be affected by preconceptions yeah and it, it's quite 
I guess it's quite random because we we are in a bubble of like people that really like support sex work mm-hmm. and see like everything that like we all do is like really normal like talking about sex is really normal and it's not like this like seedy like underground thing but like I had a conversation with my dad the other day um about like what I do for a living and he's still very much of the opinion that like what I do is very like underground and like mm-hmm seedy and like i'm gonna get taken in by like traffickers and like yeah it's really important to to tackle things like that head on Mm -hmm. nothing that we're doing is illegal you know sex work is not illegal it is inherently legal and i pay tax um i just filled out that self-assessment form so if i if i can get taxed for it then it's real it has to it exists yeah, yeah, and why is it seedy? Like, we all do it. The only reason that we are all here on this earth, on this planet, is because someone had sex. Yeah. yeah. Just not one person, just someone. It, it speaks to, yeah, one person did it by themselves. <laughs> it, it does speak to, it speaks to a much wider sort of societal problem about how we think about sex. And we've been taught from a very young age, we've all been taught to see sex as either just a necessary function for reproduction, mm. not for pleasure, but just for reproduction. Or yeah. is this sort of quiet, shameful thing because it's not for young people and things like that? And that's, and that's fine to a degree. You know, there, there is something to be said for not showing kids everything. You know, that's that's something that yeah. there has to be yeah. time for that sort of thing. But we we do make it look like it's a naughty thing to do. And then, of course, and then, of course, as young people, we're like, oh, we want to do that because it's naughty and we're not supposed yeah. to. And then you yeah, do it well, and you realize, actually, these are just a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> You're just doing it with someone else. Um, <laughs> And it's and it's not that big a deal. And it's it's we put so much f- emphasis on what sex is in a bad way that actually when we do it, we realize actually it's not a, it's nothing. It's just mm. what you happen to be doing at that time. I, it's good cardio, as I call it. Yeah, it's it great cardio. cardio anyway. Just in the gym. <laughs> fuck number five. The fuck that changed the game. <laughs> my very first threesome uh, ah, okay. absolutely changed my opinion of sex for the rest of my life mm-hmm. in, a, wow. in a slow gradual it wasn't like an instant like lightning bolt but that's that started mm-hmm. a chain of events that absolutely brought me to where i am now for which i'm very grateful because i quite like i'm quite enjoying life uh, <laughs> yeah. it's you know c- coronavirus not notwithstanding um <laughs> so i was i was with my husband it was before we'd got engaged um, and we were talking ca- very casually about like, bucket list things and things we'd always want to do. And of course I said a threesome because that's on everyone's bucket list, whether you're willing to admit yeah. it or not. And then you yeah. do it and you realize it's not as big a deal as you thought it was, just like sex mm-hmm. the first time. Um, and and I, I jokingly said, oh yeah, I'd love to have a threesome. And he's like, well, you, you know, we can if you want to. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I was 19. I was, I thought I was monogamous. I didn't know there was another way to be, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even do like casual hookups. And I was always you know you could only have sex with your boyfriend that sort of thing that sort of yeah. almost institutionalization and in, in sort of like societal looking at it um and i was like yeah okay so you got one of his friends and he was lovely and he was so nice and it was a lovely experience um but i have never been as nervous in my life oh and i'm like and like i've done stuff like i've seen stuff. <laughs> and this is absolutely the most nerve-wracking almost impossible thing to do i was shaking so hard it was sore oh oh no and i know and i and looking back i have absolutely no logical rationale um, for that but it was such an incredibly anxious experience um 
and as and, and it, because it, it went so well and it was lovely and the, the other person was lovely and, and my husband was lovely about it um, and we did it a few more times and i got much more comfortable felt much more comfortable myself um and then we sort of moved from that to a sort of semi-open relationship and then our, well, then we met our boyfriend so that all started so that one yeah. piece i literally started how my life has turned out ah uh, so it literally opened you up to like a whole new yeah, world it taught of relationship. Me that there was other ways to be and now that's the, and now the only way i want to be is a different yeah yeah that's incredible i i do know that th- threesomes are the most popular kink that that every like or like across all genders and all sexualities mm-hmm. most popular kink actually I, I find them a lot of hard work they are hard work they're really hard work and they're not always necessarily pleasurable you're getting off on like the mm. experience the pleasure of the, 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 the atmosphere action. yeah, yeah the, the atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah then, yeah it's hard to come in a situation like that there's a lot to think about you're not just and thinking you, about you never know when you're supposed person. to come it feels yeah. like there's been a lot of time where that's your your little channel to come because it can be very yeah. confusing you don't like how do you know when it's like starting to taper off nicely yeah or, or you know when's it ramping up you know when does the next person show up uh, you're, you're very like you're very like clocked on i feel mm. like the whole time during a threesome because there's so much like that you need to give your attention to because you want to make it's almost like okay there's two people here and i want to make sure that they're both having a great time and i'm giving pleasure like i want to make sure that i am giving pleasure to both of these people and you can't like you just can't lose yourself you're the mm. ultimate party host yeah yes you're the sexual party host it literally is that Mm. do you also think that we all have this fantasy for threesome because it's been mentioned so much in like popular mainstream media oh Mm. absolutely you know if you think about like think about like people like um vin diesel in the triple x movie which is Mm. like like, that sort of thing is like transformative for like especially for young guys and you know you're the you're the big strong muscular man who's got this specific skill set you walk into the room there's a massive bed and there's a two very slim ladies trailing themselves over the bed yeah um, and and that's like you're supposed to be you're taught that that's sort of that's cool and that's different and that's like a like a seminal life-changing event sort of thing and then you do it and you realize that it's not at all it's just another day yeah, exactly. yeah. a oh, good day cool. a good day but it's still yeah. just a day um yeah it's kind of like the more manageable um like gangbang or orgy and yeah. you, you have two people focusing on you in most people's minds yeah so, although i would argue that a foursome is actually easier because you can kind yes. of pairs whereas yeah. the there's always the risk one of you is going to be left out which can be absolutely fine you know if you're just chilling and getting some downtime um or it can make you feel quite excluded and left out so mm-hmm. if anything, i would argue that a foursome is easier yeah, yeah. i i had this like i had this fancy with the last person that i was seeing um that like we were going to become because we started watching like um more like sex tutorials and stuff and I was just like we are both going to become like the best (laughs) at sex and like we're going to go out and like have threesomes and just show people like the best time and give that one person like the best pleasure that they have ever experienced in their whole life I was so excited about this fantasy but obviously it's not going to happen now because I'm not seeing them anymore but still there will be others yeah there, there'll be Hopefully. others you can do that you can go around te- that, like, talking people and teaching i just them. wanted to be like you know that's like the ultimate like partner in crime like power yeah. couple where you're just like going around and <laughs> fucking people for fuck's sake this week's sex question is 
by any chance, you don't have some recommendations to be on top during sex. Movements, advice, tips and tricks for being on top and make men crazy. Even exercises to do at home to have strong legs to be on top. So for me, on top, I take it you mean that I'm bottoming but I'm sitting on top for the sake of this question. Yes. 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 I I assume that's what they must be meaning. It's come from a a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do quite like sitting on top sometimes. I don't always because sometimes you don't always want to be in control. But if you want to be in control, excellent position to do it from. Mm-hmm. Um, squats, if, if you're looking for an exercise, certainly for me, I do a fair bit of squats. So squats never hurt. Make sure you just tighten up your butt. Um, if it's anal sex you're having, definitely make sure you keep tightening that butt up. Um, Good exercises. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It's always, always about being ready. Um, <laughs> I think if someone's getting to if someone is getting to fuck you if they have got the privilege of going to town on whatever it is you got to give mm-hmm. i think they owe it to you and to themselves a little bit as well to like to get the red the area ready so if i'm getting fucked and i'm sitting on top you better be making sure i am wet and as sloppy as anything so like mm, lots, yeah. of ribbon, lots of fingering lots of just getting me into the mood if you want to fuck me you have to make me want to get fucked mm-hmm. you need uh, to feel yeah. like a queen on top yeah absolutely mm-hmm. you should feel like king. fucking royalty exactly um, and you're just and they are just your mindless little fuck stick they're just a little thing poking at the ground <laughs> that, is, that is for you to slam down on the way you want to do it um and if you're tighter or if you're maybe not as experienced it, being on top can be good because it lets you control like you tell mm. you tell the other one just to sit still and shut the fuck up and you just you decide when you're ready to like to move yeah uh, and that gives you a bit more control especially if it's something you're a little bit intimidated by yeah, I actually, I fully get the like hesitation and like the intimidation of being on top because I've definitely been in that position where I'm like, I don't feel like I'm that great at being on top because I'm like, I sometimes I don't even know like what, what movements and what things to do. Like mm. my favorite thing being on top is when the person underneath takes the it control. Is, yeah, it's fucking yes. you and you're holding yes. your position. You're like shaking and yeah. holding you up. I love being the top doing that because I've got, not not to brag, but I've got like excellent rhythm in, oh, in, in my hip for that terrible dancer, great fucker. Uh, <laughs> but oh, like if you can just if you can hold their hips and then mm-hmm. just like slam as hard as you can, it's a great abdominal exercise as well. Oh my god, yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I work in there. It's awesome. I fucking hate being on top so much. I'm such a lazy bitch. I want to be like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only way I'd be on top. Is it if I was on top and then someone was holding my ass up just to fuck me? <laughs> I think also when people are um, taking it from the bottom, like everyone likes it like slightly different movement and rhythm wise. Mm -hmm. And it also is all to do with like the shape of um, whatever you're fucking as well. So you really have to test the waters when you're Mm -hmm. up with being like fast, slow and like ask them like how, how they like it. And like, maybe they can like also guide you as well like i i love love it when someone like takes takes like my butt in their hands and like mm-hmm. moves me like with what they want as well like i feel like being on top should be a joint effort like it should mm-hmm. be like it shouldn't just be like all up to you and you're like shit like what do i do but mm-hmm. it also like as you said as well like you want some advice for like exercise and stuff it doesn't hurt to have really fucking strong thighs. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's painful. You know, you, I do like three squats and I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> so become a squatting pro, basically. Absolutely. But also, you, you, you don't right have to as well. 
Like if you if you want to, if you want to actively go out and do those exercises, then yeah, just yeah. do your squats. A good tip was like whenever um, my mate brushes their teeth, they do squats while they're brushing their teeth, so they're not even oh. thinking about like d- going and doing a session. It's That's just part really of their brushing idea. teeth routine. Yeah, I was like, sick. Yeah. That is nice actually awesome. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what you were saying as well about size, I think it's a good point because I also can't get on top of the if like a, the dick is too big, mm. and I can't sit directly you know and you sit comfortably on top of something mm. i'm in too much pain so i'm like having to hover a couple of like however yeah and it can be really painful um so it just depends on how you're made really absolutely fucking hell this week's sex story is When I was 15 and my boyfriend at the time was 16, his dad walked in on us fucking. He told us we weren't allowed because of the age. We started fucking in public, like on malls or in parks, etc. However, when we were home alone one day at at his house, we fucked, obviously. When his dad came home later, he told us again that we weren't allowed and and we said we didn't. He told me to leave, and before I did, me and my boyfriend found a camera under the TV, (gasps) which was pointed at (gasps) the couch where we had sex. His dad recorded us having sex, including anal and vaginal sex, only, only to have proof. When he found out that we knew about the camera... He said that he was sorry and he didn't save the video. Till this day, I regret not suing him for child pornography and I exactly. feel disgusting thinking about it three years later. That that's is so far. That's fucked on, fucked on numerous levels. Because yeah. it started off fine. And like, yeah. and when the dad said, you can't do that, you're not old enough. That's legitimate. That's fine. You know, that, That's a law and it's there yeah. for a reason. Um, and I know that you know young people don't necessarily care about that as much but there is a legal thing there that you do have to worry about and that's totally mm-hmm. legitimate so that's yeah. perfectly fine advice how that escalated from just fucking at home and getting caught to then fucking outdoors where you're definitely going to get caught I, just, <laughs> I don't understand that jump how did they get from shagging at home to then shagging everywhere just because their dad said it was illegal which it mm. was well mm. if i mean it's probably like made it more taboo and if they couldn't fuck at home they had to find somewhere else to fuck yeah but like, go public you find like you know you get in a car or you find like a deserted beach or something i feel like, like i feel like they must have been in a car but they, they said the mall so i feel yeah. like i don't know i'm imagining the like mall I'm imagining a toilet or a dark yeah. corner or something oh, I'm, not, I'm imagining right in the middle like yeah. right in the middle sitting by the fountain in front of everyone <laughs> that's wild um i guess we can't ignore the fact that in this story like this guy should have been fully sued and like yeah, sent to prison yeah. and, and like the the whole filming to prove like why would you go to that like I why would you go to that extreme how was that the when it's your reasonable... children yeah when it was anyone that. how was that the only reasonable scenario that came to your oh, mind God. and then like, no. you to watch a little bit of it and like and then there's the whole pedo oh, connotation God. as well it just oh, that, is not, that is not a good reaction to that situation mm-hmm. at all. Not yeah. at all. And I, I actually think that when parents find out that their kids are having sex, like, obviously their kids are going to be having sex. Yeah, like, obviously. like, when you get to that age, 
you want to like people tend to want to lose their virginity they're going through puberty like it's a totally normal thing to happen I lost my virginity when I was 15 like and yeah my parents probably wouldn't have been like cool go ahead and I did wait until they were out on holiday but still (laughs) I mean I tried when I was 15 I failed but I did try mm -hmm. but you just have to be you have to be um parents just have to like be okay with it's a human experience I don't know it's just because I think a lot of parents get to that point in their lives where they don't feel comfortable about Mm. sex within themselves so they project it onto their children yeah and it should just be like a whole it it should just be part of the regular conversation um but fingers crossed we'll change that I could maybe have understood a more extreme reaction if the older one was a lot older Mm, Like like if it's 15 and 30 yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or even Maybe. fifteen and like I don't know twenty nineteen. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like like. But when you're sitting right on the cusp, like, how yeah, is that yeah. the appropriate reaction? Yeah. That's it's not okay. Good. It's that not okay. Good. It's totally illegal and disgusting. I bet behavior. there was a straight white man who did that and thought it was okay. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Almost guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Time for us to fuck off. Fuck off, everyone. Fuck Thank off. you, Ross, so much for coming on. Your stories were fucking brilliant. Yes, Thank and so great much. advice too. It's been an it absolute was, pleasure. It has, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Where can our curious fuckers find you? You can find me on Twitter at, R- at RMWXXX. Nice. And then OnlyFans as well, yeah? And on OnlyFans, but you'll find all the links there. That'll be on Twitter. Yeah, just you'll find it all on Twitter. It's all there. Beautiful. (laughs) Well, thanks for so much for listening, guys. Um, We are just sending our love out to you wherever you may be. And please do rate... um, uh, what's it what do you say florence the bit where they actually have to write rate, rate and review rate and, and subscribe review, yeah, to this podcast but also i'm going to do another shout out to leave us ratings and reviews on apple Podcasts because yeah. we got a couple of one stars and like who the hell is such a hater oh so we need to up because we used to be like at 4.9 stars so that's like a really top rated podcast i, I only to... get quality podcasts i was, I was gonna <laughs> say it's, it's, it cannot be a one-star podcast it's basically just like a disgruntled ex of ours or someone who hates <laughs> us who's just like making loads of new accounts just to rate and be like i hate you yeah trolls absolute mm. trolls so we need your help curious fuckers to pump that back up again yes please <sighs> and yes, please curious fuckers yeah and also please share this podcast to anyone who may enjoy it uh, follow us you can follow us on instagram at come curious and read amber x and florence bark oh yeah and then if you have a sex story or sex question please email it in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com and you will hear us next week, curious fuckers. Yes. Oh, we've also got a Patreon coming for all the like special extra goodies and things. So yeah, make sure you're it's it's gonna be released soon. You'll have all the details then. Yeah. Keep keep your ears and eyes peeled. Mm, and your penis is peeled. <laughs> <laughs>